Well, that's okay. I'll make it. I'll make you sh- make it short. <laughs> Just like, okay, that's it. Thank you, guys. Uh, Goodbye. Right. Yeah, like like they, like that's ever worked in the history of us yeah. recording. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you always make that face and get all irritated with me. I'm like, Psh. oh yeah. All right. Finding Our Tribe, a podcast about teaching and supporting each other in our common profession with Fabian Hoffman, Jamie Halsey, and Scott Kazarian. Hey everybody, welcome to Finding Our Tribe. This is episode 15. Fabian is dying in the background because that was a horrible clap. Uh, we clap to get our syncing up every time it's our it's our it's our podcast ritual and it doesn't go well sometimes. <laughs> and today is one of those times. So we're all back and we're excited. Uh, we'll just call this probably Jamie. No, not Jamie episode number two, but uh, we had so much no. fun last episode talking about I just think that cross that cross thing you do, I just think it's cross all really over. fun. Yeah, I know. I knew that. Super fun. I'll I, I let you know how it goes. Read. All right. So yeah. along the lines of that guy you were talking about, what was his name that you do the crossover with? Will Carlson. Will Carlson. I do follow him on Twitter now, um, but uh, only a second ago. But he has Funko Pops that like some people have given him because he's super into Marvel stuff. Yes. And I recently, so I have some Funko Pops. I actually got Fabian one. It's a uh, two. You got me two. I, I, did I, I? I don't think I like you yeah. that much. Um, but it's a Yoda and a. And but a I got golden. Yeah, I don't remember why. What, do you remember? Was it birthday? Maybe I was just sad no. you were leaving the island. I don't really remember. I think that's what it is. All was. I know is that I get you things and then you see things at Target like a Jaws game. And don't <laughs> it's a friendship it. Funko. Yeah. Anyway, so it's a golden collectible uh, Funko Pop of mine was Luke Skywalker and. Uh, and I've only been absent a few times, but I have this class I think I've told you guys about that's kind of huge. It's like 14 or 15 students, lots huge. of personalities, <laughs> all special education, some oppositional defiant. There's just a lot going on there. Yeah. And I re- and one time they stole, uh, when I was gone, they stole like the little nameplates I 3D printed. Each of my students has a little cubby. Um, uh, and in their cubby is a 3D printed nameplate of their name. And then they get to take it at the end of the year. It's like a gift. Well, the three girls in one of my class, all three of theirs got taken. And I'm like, well, obviously it's the boys from that class. Yeah. Uh, and I wasn't there because they wouldn't do it while I was there. I'm watching them like a hawk normally. And of course, uh, but last I was gone like three weeks ago at the beginning of fourth quarter, I was gone for one day because of a sick kid at home. And I came back and my golden Funko pop was gone. Mm-hmm. It was, it still is really tragic. On, that a, is on a lot of levels, but uh, yeah. they had, I had three, I had four Funko Pops. It was kind of like my Star Wars corner mm-hmm. and it was back by my calming corner. So there's a carpet and some um, like inflatable chairs. I have books back there. And so they can earn that in the game to use that mm-hmm. time back there. Or some, honestly, the common corner is for students that emotionally need a moment. Yeah. And I don't need to like kick them out of class because they're not being like, bad they just need a moment of space so i use that sometimes i i overrule my own game and let them use that back there but i was gone yeah. and i came back and the golden funko was missing and they had actually turned another funko sideways to make it almost look like it was still there hmm. yeah like the 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 kind of tower i had built was still there and uh 
And then I got on the horn with you two and was like, this is the worst day in teaching history. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so it does uh, suck. we went through, oh, I went through a lot of stages, uh, the stage yeah. of joking about it a little bit, like making a wanted poster, uh, yeah. the, the maybe rewarding the return, but then the next time someone's going to steal, what do you do when kids steal? Uh, I'm going to need to be absent other days. How like, how do I even address it with these students that they will care enough to, I don't know, will I ever, I doubt I'll get it back, but then if I never get it back, do I even try to get who, uh, as a new teacher, and then I have fun stuff like you guys in my class everywhere, and so it's it's kind of been this uh, roller coaster of how to deal with it, so I I channeled my inner Fabian, that was the first (laughs) thing I did. And, and gave the I'm disappointed and I'm mad at you. Not I'm not, I'm not yeah. mad. But no, it's yeah, both. It's both. I'm disappointed both. and I'm mad. Yeah. Uh, I did a little bit, I think, of what Jamie said, which was uh, you didn't just steal from the school. You stole from me. You damn yeah. hooligan. You darn hooligans. Give those back to me. <laughs> um, and uh, and then I, I don't I talked to uh, my registrar, who's been a teacher for many, many years and a good advice. And, and she was like, you know what? I just kept the pressure up and Mm -hmm. I knew, I knew, but I couldn't, I couldn't explicitly say it was that person with like evidence, but I knew, and uh, I never, there were a couple things I never got back, but a couple things I did. And so, um, yeah, it's been a challenge, a challenge. It's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's a a tough one. Yeah. Who's gotten anything stolen before? Or would you even know? I don't know. Um, I had, so there were a couple of things there. There's one time I had students that were not my students in my classroom. Cause I was like supervising students for like a dance or whatever. And those were like the, the Oh, they were the in backs. your room. Yeah. The stay back. Yeah. yeah. And there were some kids that I knew. And then there were some kids that were just dumped in my room and they had to hang out and I have a bunch of board games. So I let them play board games. And one of them stole, like literally took, um, I have this game called Chishaku, which is like a Japanese game with like magnetic um, rocks. And one of the kids stole like five or six of those. Yep. And I was like, the heck, man, like what your guest in my classroom and then it's just gone. And so I tracked him down and uh, just and so I, ha- I had no relationship with this kid. I just knew that he took it. So I confronted him. I was like, you, you're going to show up in my classroom. I'm going to have security bring you up here if you don't show up to my classroom. <laughs> Like I told like his friend to tell him that. And so um, I just had a conversation with him. I was like, dude, like you're a guest in my classroom and then you go ahead and steal stuff. Like what the heck? What's going on? And so he begrudgingly returned it. Um, I told him like, I'm not going to do anything. I just want my stuff back. Yeah. And I want you to learn a lesson from this. Um, don't mess with the Germans. A- don't mess <laughs> with yeah. the Germans. Yeah, don't mess with the Germans. But that was that was like a, a situation where it, it wasn't my student, right? So so I wasn't like disappointed. I was just mad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was just like I'm I was angry. The second time, it wasn't me. It's more like this just recently happened that you have students who take stuff from each other mm-hmm. and think that that's funny. Oh. And hilarious. Um, yeah, haha. And it just happened like last week, actually, it happened. I had this student who took another student's phone Ooh. and re- returned it right away, apparently. And it was just a joke. Ha, ha, ha. And I was just like, it was at the end of class and I just shut everything down, 
closed the door and nobody got in, nobody got out. And I literally was like livid because they are creating an atmosphere in, in my classroom that is not safe. And I work really hard to make that an atmosphere where people can leave their phones out, do whatever they need to do, and then just get everything back that they need. And that this is not funny. And if I if something like this happens again, first of all, you're committing a crime. This is a felony, stealing from somebody. It's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's what it is. You're bad cop, bad they cop. Can, <laughs> go ahead, buddy. <laughs> they No, but it's, it's true, right? Yeah. It's like I, I want to make sure that they understand, like, Yes, it might be funny right now, but you're choosing right now. This is you're 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 choosing a path right now where you're taking somebody's stuff and it's funny, and then in a few years you're going to take somebody else's stuff and then you're going to keep it or you're going to sell it and you're choosing like a life that is I know it sounds super dramatic, but it's true, no, it right? It's like this turning point. Mm-hmm. It's this turning point where like you can choose how you're going to live your life and it can be funny haha right now. But if you get away with it, like, you know, you, you might do it again and again and again. And so I literally like let the ball, let the hammer drop. And it was like, this is never going to happen. If this happens again, we're going to like be in the principal's office the second this happens. And I know it's somebody wow. in my classroom. Mm-hmm. Got it. Because it's not, that's some, not something I tolerate. Absolutely not. I can tell. Because it's not funny. It's yeah. not funny at all. So I'm not laughing. No, not not. even a little. Jamie, what about you? Because you you have like exclusive, like we're in middle school, but you have like a one group of students. And I'm sure you've had like that kid a couple of years where you're like, oh, I can't wait for the school year to get over so that kid can move on to the next grade. Like anybody ever jacked anything that you know? Yeah, uh, I had a student last year that stole cards from other kids and he got uh-huh. caught. In the game. The game cards. And so it was, um, it was a tough conversation for him because we talked about trust and we talked about safety, like what Fabian was saying. And we talked about, you know, what, what exactly he wants. Like, are you just trying to get further in the game? Like, why would you steal that, those things? And he couldn't give me a good answer for that. Mm. And, um, and there was a consequence. He had his quest folder removed for a period of time until I felt like he could be trustworthy again. He wasn't really a part of the the trading aspect of the game. Um, but I think it was a good lesson for him. And, you know, all the kids knew it was him, too. And so that also mm. created social pressure. I didn't mm. say anything that it was him, but other kids knew it was him. And so... It, it ended up being a good thing in the end. I'm glad he got caught um, because, I, you know, I mean, if he never got caught, he never would have learned those lessons. Yeah, because you just um, try it again, right? If you got away with it, you just try it again. Mm-hmm. And I told yeah. him, I'm like, you know, honestly, like, I'm glad you got caught now in fourth grade so we can correct this so we don't do make this type of mistake again. Um, and I brought parents into it and let mom and dad know what was going on and so it became a good thing in the end but it was it was definitely a betrayal of trust and you know he saw that in the end um and again I think with him it was a lot just being impulsive and just wanting Mm. and not wanting to earn these things and so Yeah. yeah you gave me that advice on Marco I think too of just like hey this is like a huge trust issue that Mm -hmm. you have to address and kind of keep the heat on. So, uh, in essence, so I went in, I, I had the conversation, 
you didn't just steal from me, all that kind of stuff. And then I, I just said, in a group this large, if somebody knows something, somebody saw something, there's just no way nobody knows because you guys were all here and I wasn't. Yeah. So you took advantage of me not being here, which is in my, I didn't say they were cowardly, but was cowardly because you know you wouldn't do that when Mr. Kaz was here. Uh, and then yeah. I just want it back. I just, I want it back. So what was interesting is I don't think they realized the repercussions because I did mm -hmm. take your advice, Jamie, and I, and I, and Fabian, and I did, I nixed the game in their class and I didn't just say, okay, so game's over. You, you guys are out. I have the game running still for other classes. So there's still a leaderboard. I, all the yeah. decorations are still up and out and, and the game cards are still there and they just can't play them. Uh, yeah. I also took away their mood meter lights, which we've talked about those little click lights. Mm -hmm. uh, so every desk in for their period doesn't have those lights. And they're like, well, Mr. Kaz, wait, we like that. And I said, absolutely. I did too. <laughs> I liked it a lot too. But what's happened here is what you guys said, the, the trust has been broken and the trust yeah. needs to be restored. And the good news is there's a pot. I always say the good news is there's hope of restoration, but this has to be made right first. So mm -hmm. somebody yeah. knows something or somebody did it. And I even offered, I think one of you said like, have them put it in a box. And uh, mm -hmm. I don't, was that one of you guys? I think so. Fabian. Yeah. Uh, yeah put it in a box. It, it like that's unmarked and just highlight right, Mr. Kaz on it. So you're not carrying around a Funko pop all day. Uh, and then just leave it at the front office and then it'll get to me. Like, let's just restore some trust by returning what was stolen and moving on. Right. Like, and I, I know somebody knows and granted, I'm pretty sure I know who it is and I'm pretty yeah. sure it's probably destroyed at this point because I don't think it was taken. I mean, it's a crime of opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. They saw mm -hmm. it. There was a moment where I'm sure the sub, there are probably lots of moments where the sub was not paying attention. And uh, yeah, based on the really? subs I've had recently, <laughs> uh, and it is a crime of opportunity, but um, it, it's, ha it's made me have to rethink my whole classroom. Yeah. Uh, how much do I let that affect me? Because I know I have fun stuff. Did I knew that was going to be part of it because middle school boys specifically, but girls too, like middle school kids see something they like, especially at a school where you're with families that don't have things and kids don't have stuff and they see something. Yeah. I mean, the crime of opportunity is right there. So do I, do I take it all the way? Do I just like never bring it out? Do I hide it? Do, how long do I harp on? I, there's just a lot of things. What I decided to do is have a conversation at the beginning of class about three minutes now i've got it down to they're like <laughs> rolling their eyes like oh my gosh he's still doing yeah. it i contemplated um you know that video where they're like uh for five dollars uh you can help like save these poor animals like you know that those uh, yeah. commercials i contemplated maybe yeah. just pulling some of those up and just making them feel bad for three minutes and then <laughs> having a speech but i i went against that uh but no i give them a quick yeah. speech i did today uh i tell them that there is hope for restoration interestingly and I'm, i'd love your thoughts on this too uh one student goes wait are you doing this to all your classes and i said actually no because it was during this class while i had a sub um and i said i i'm fairly certain of i, I know who it is but i can't prove that and because i can't prove that i'm not going to just accuse somebody but i would like you know this to come forward and they're like yeah but you're like you took away our game that's not fair and i said oh well let's so this is how I approach it. I'm, I'm wondering your thoughts. I said, well, let's talk about that. So the game in my class, I said, my job is to teach you content based on standards in a way that helps you to learn it. I said, so yeah. that's my job. 
everything else is because I really love you guys and want you to want you to enjoy my classroom and feel more engaged and all those kind of things. I said, but I said, but at a base level, I am your teacher. I'm trying to help you learn based on content and standards. And I said, I said, I just want to make it clear that I am not giving up on you in learning content and learning the material that's needed and engaging it in a way that that's hopefully enjoyable. I said, but the privileges are now taken away. You don't, you're not enjoying yeah. the privileges of my class. What do you guys think about that? I think that's good. Yeah. I think that's exactly right. Yeah. You're the thing is that they're always going to say, well, I didn't do it. So why am I getting punished? Yeah. But you know, it's like you, you are part of this community Right. No. And you are therefore also responsible for what's happening. It's kind of like I I told one of my students today, it's like you you're part of a guild and you cannot just be like, oh, I'm done. And then therefore, I don't care what anybody else is doing. Your job is it to make sure that you help everybody else. Like if you're done early, then you help the other person that's in your group. And it's kind of the same thing. Right. If you know something, then you can say something. Yeah. It's your it's your job as part of this family of this group to make sure that is a safe environment and if you can help then you do that. What do you think, so Jamie? I think that's a that's a good well, thing. Well, like one of the things that they talk about in fully engaged is that games um, you elect to be part of the game. There's consent uh, to a game, mm -hmm. and it also goes um, in reverse for the game master. Right? You can elect to host this game or not host the game. It's consensual on your part as well. And so there is an agreement, a social contract that, you know, that you're all in it together. And if the, the contract is violated, then it, it ceases to be fun and it ceases to be part of the classroom. Because it's yeah, I want my freaking Funko Pop back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or at least know what happened to. Yeah, you, yeah so exactly. The, like the good news is, I think I figured out like a happy medium solution, which I will show you guys this week. But I have three. Did I show you this already? I have three sliding dry erase boards. Yes. So my long dry erase mm -hmm. board is broken up into three pieces, and you kind of move them back and forth. And they're reasonably easy to lock up with just like a little hinge lock and a and a little padlock and. So what I've decided to do is do that, lock that up. And then that had a bunch of books stored in it, which, I, you know, they can steal all the books they want if they want, <laughs> right? Uh, so I'm yeah. going to pull all those out of there and actually create almost like a display case mm. of everything I had out that will always be open when students are there. So when students walk into class and I'm there, I will open that all up and it'll feel like, uh, this just like kind of like it did in the corner before where that where my personal items and school game items all that kind of stuff is out and exposed while I'm there mm -hmm. and when I'm not there at the end of the day I just close it up put a lock on it and if I end up not being able to come the next day you know that stuff just won't be out and it, I'll just remove the opportunity mm -hmm. for I think that's the best yeah. way to move forward because I don't think I'm going to get it back yeah, yeah. possible at this point probably not yeah. And it, but who knows? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? It does make me even feel a little bit safer. I probably should have done that from the get-go, but I never thought the need. I, I naively said, oh, I'll trust everybody because they would never do that to Mr. Cat. Well, I think that's a good place to start, though. I like to assume that people are trustworthy until they not give me a reason not yeah, to. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. No. No, I agree. I think it's going to be hard because I teach these students for two years, mm -hmm. sixth grade yeah. and seventh grade. Mm -hmm. So 
this isn't a short-term uh, issue with them, unfortunately. This will be a longer-term one. So, and, you know, in that case, I need a longer-term solution. So, being able to display everything, which is kind of cool when you roll those two, those things back, you really get this whole, like, it's like a, almost like bookshelves and mm-hmm. you can display everything. Yeah. I can even make it more fun. I was thinking of how I could design that area. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but it does make the room kind of look a little bit more less fun. Anyway, yeah. so that's me. Uh, a little bitter, a little sad. Uh, I want my Funko pack back, Funko Pop back. So, Tribe, if you uh, hear anything about where it is, if somebody, uh, please, please let us know. The the tip line is one eight hundred Jedi. One eight hundred Jedi. I did have an older sister of a student in that other class, and the older sister said that the younger sister heard another boy whisper to another kid something. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Telephone. Well, the tip line is open. Yep, I'm never yeah. getting that back. I might as well ask the tribe at this point because that's. Really <laughs> that. All right. Let's transition to other, yeah. not negative, but maybe just addressing issues in class. Fabian, you were talking about missing assignments, kind of getting things yeah. done. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah it's um, not fun to motivate seventh graders to get their work done. And it's really hard. <laughs> and um, I'm at a point where, since I have a, a grade list classroom, um, students need to, once they finish their assignment, their project, they need to grade themselves and they need to write a reflection. And for about, like we came back, put up like, a, I have like a TV in my classroom and I and I put like a, a rotating slideshow on there with all the names of the kids that have missing work. Uh, after a project is done and in one class it was literally 27 students who had not done it out of 35 you know and i was like um (laughs) no that's just that's just not happening and so i was like guys i mean all you gotta do really uh is stay here during lunch bust it out i gave them time in class to finish it up on monday they didn't finish it um and then you just come in during lunch and then you you do it and you're done. And they didn't. And so um, on Friday, I said, you know what? This is your exit ticket. I got this idea from oh. Eric Cross. And mm-hmm. he was like, so because he had the same issue with, uh, I think it was those students as well, that they just did not finish the reflection that he had them do. And he just said, hey, it's an exit ticket. If you want to get out of this class, you got to finish it. And guess what? He finished like, it. Like, almost everybody got it done. <laughs> Something I about actually, an exit ticket. Uh-huh. <laughs> which is really funny. And I actually had, like, three students who did not finish it in my class. And it was, like, period four. And period five started. And I was like, no, no, you guys, you stay back here. Mm-hmm. You, do your, you do your thing. And I had them go late to their class. I kept them until they were done. Because I was like, no. And then the other class, the last class of the day had to stay afterwards uh, on a Friday. So they all got it done. Wow. Yeah. It's really, really interesting. Like all of a sudden they handed it in and they're still not finished, finished, but at least they did their reflection. There you go. You know? And so I I told them like, that's all I need right now. Um, You're going to see your grade and it's going to be not what you want. And all you got to do is keep working on it, turn it in whenever you want to turn it in, and then just redo the reflection. Yeah, respond to feedback, right? Yeah. And, well, some of them didn't finish the project, too. Oh. So, But I needed them <laughs> to give me – I don't want to run after them anymore. Yeah. Now, they're done with their reflection, and then in my book, this thing is done. 
and you can move on in any which way you want. I'm still encouraging you to turn in your reflect uh, your your project. Um, and we're going to talk about it when we have our conferences because I do like these conferences with goal settings, etc. And I'll encourage you to do it. But in the end, you're in seventh grade. I'm not going to run after you anymore. Yeah, it takes I'm the onus off of you and puts it more on them. Yeah. And that Absolutely. way, at least I have something from them. It's their reflection. They had to write something about why they didn't finish it or where they're at, etc. And so I'm done, you know. And yeah, that worked really well. I don't want that to happen. I don't want to have to do it that way. But yeah, turning it into an exit ticket to get stuff I absolutely need from them just changed everything for some reason. So I felt really good on Friday um, when they turned it in and, and I was like, oh, thank goodness. Okay, can I bust you? Then, can I go Can I go back in time yeah. to, to old Fabian? Yeah. Uh, old, old Fabian would have said, old wait a minute, your classroom is more important than my classroom? The stuff I need to get done in my class is just as important as the stuff you need to get done oh, yeah. in your class. What would, so has old Fabian just evolved or does old Fabian not care? New Fabian just doesn't care anymore. Um, no, I do care, but I do think that by having these conversations now, I can appeal directly to them yeah. and have like a one-on-one -on -one conversation with them about why they didn't finish it and encouraging them directly, yeah. then addressing everybody and they don't feel like I'm talking to them specifically right. because, hey, I just need to do one more thing and then I'm done. But when you talk to them So the benefits one -on -one, of this exit slip and holding people after class and stuff is is outweighs the other teachers and needing to get kids to other classes and things like that? Yeah. All right. Interesting. Yeah. And it was, I mean, I, I told the other teachers that I'm holding them back. I, know, I just wondered so, what old new Fabian was thinking because old Fabian would have totally said that. I think you did before. Well, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so um, yeah, try try that. Try if you ever have trouble getting your stuff in, uh, make it an exit ticket and you might be surprised. I have I used mean, the even, same yeah. technique. It works really, really well. Another thing that you can do too. Now, I have a lot of little things that kids have to get done throughout the day, but I have some yeah. that'll take all day to do it and we just don't have time. So a timer really yeah. works well. Um, I mm -hmm. will sometimes set a timer and then also put up Google Classroom and I put it on, you know how you can set it so you can see all the kids that haven't yet turned in their work. Oh, yes. I pop mm, that yeah. up there and they know who, you know, who's done, who's got it turned in and I just put that pressure on and it's, uh, it helps. My assignment yeah. tracker thing, very similar, just on the board now, laminated with a dry erase pen and it just, it shows the gaps. Mm -hmm. And yeah, every time they see a gap, I'm like, look for, I can say for an entire quarter, you've seen the gaps and I've reminded yeah. you of the gaps and you just got to jump in and get it done. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a remnant of the, the year at home, I think, or one and a half years at home. Yeah. I think that's part of it. Um, also, yeah, it's just, it's hard. It's a hard year for everybody, uh, just like the readjustment and stuff like that. So, you know, it's. I hope it'll be better next year. Um, I want to make sure that I encourage them more directly, like person to person. I think that's super important for next time when I do a project like this, that I, like, when they're not done, I have, like, individual conversations. Mm -hmm. It definitely helps more than addressing everybody at the same time. Well, that relationship, um, you're really good at building relationships with students where they feel like you care about them too, Fabian. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I think that's going to be the next step is just making sure that before we come to this step is making sure to talk to them about their individual um, shortcomings in that mm-hmm. in that sense, right? And I was I'm I'm very I'm very adamant making sure that I praise them too about the little progress that they've made. Mm-hmm. Um, so look, you're like one re- of the you're students, really great, but this is why you suck. Kind of like that. Yeah, kind of yeah. like doing a, a an SHIT sandwich. <laughs> like this was really great. This is uh-huh. you're not good, but that the other part yeah. is really mm-hmm. great. And it really builds them up, and they're like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah. They're, they're like walking out. They feel like they they accomplished something, even though I just told them that they suck. Mm-hmm. There's something. a lot to be said though about that quick verbal feedback. Like it doesn't always yeah. have to be written feedback or whatever, but that walking around yeah. and like talking to kids as they're going. And giving them that yeah. quick little feedback, man, it just, it really makes a difference. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that that took a lot. I was surprised at how much that we jumped into all those things. Uh, do we want yeah. to dive into something else? What do we want to do? Yeah, yeah well, maybe one let's more? Talk, let's talk about the, the break-in that I created. Oh, okay, great. Let's talk more about um, Fabian Perfect. Yeah, this is the Fabian more, episode. More about me. This yeah. is the Fabian uh-huh. episode. Next week, it's the Scott yeah. episode. One F, two Ns, people. Um, one F. Yeah, one F two Ns. <laughs> um, all right. So um, I I love doing QR break-ins, John Meehan's um, creation that he came up with a few years ago. And um, I didn't have one for my middle ages unit yet. And I was looking at my my pacing. I was like, oh, man, this is like uh, there's like this video here that they need to watch an Edpuzzle. And then there's like this thing that they have to read. And there's this lecture I'm doing. And I'm like, I'm, I really don't want to do this. Again, because it, stre- it stretches like everything that they need to know into like over a week of, of work that I would be mostly involved in. And I kind of felt like, you know what, this is all stuff that they can do on their own. And so I created a QR break-in, um, which for those of you who don't know, it's a, it's essentially a, a reverse escape room. Um, instead of escaping from something and breaking out of something, you're breaking into a unit. And so you're creating station rotations, essentially... Um, where the stations are student-paced and it's not like a set timer for them other than they have a list of jobs they need to do and they have a certain amount of time to do them in. And in the end, everything needs to be done. If you don't get it done, then some of the stuff will be homework. That's essentially what it comes down to. And so um, I put everything that I had and more into this QR break-in and now everything that I would have taught in about a week was done in about three days. Everything you had and more. Yeah. So because I I added a couple of things that I haven't done before in a QR break-in. And so I I wanted to incorporate that. So one of the things was, um, so usually a a QR break-in consists of um, like an Edpuzzle, a quizzes, a YouTube video, a web quest, um, some sketch notes, maybe a flip grid. So there's a, some things that are pretty much standard across the board. Um, and I threw some out and put some new stuff in there. So I put in some thin slides, which is an edgy protocol. Um, and then I put in an upside down understanding, which is like a, a penny pedagogy that EMC2 Learning has on their website, which is kind of like a like a, a edgy protocol because it's it's short, it's to the point, it's easy to understand. And the more you do it, the more students will be become adept at it and are really fast at doing it. And it was a lot of fun. It was 
Um, the kids were on it. They were loving the all the activities. There was no Flipgrid that I had to like yell at kids to <laughs> to get it done because they don't want to record themselves. So that put a lot of frustration. Like put that away. Um, and in the end, what I ended up doing, which is what I have never done before, is I put um, points onto each of this for each station. Um, so you have a score sheet and each station says like, oh, this worth, this one is worth 100 points. This one is worth 25 points. And it's kind of like showing them like which ones are the most important ones and which ones are kind of like, yeah, they're good. You should do them. But in the end, it doesn't matter if you don't. Right. And so the ones that are content heavy um, are the ones that get the most points for me. And that was like an Ed Puzzle video, a YouTube video. And then there was like a text um, where they read about uh, knights, and then the other one was like the upside down understanding where they had to choose a a social class, and then they had to uh, read like a text about let's say peasants, and then they had to come up with alternate facts about the the, the peasants that are not true, basically. So it's a it's a lot of fun. It's different. It was cool to see them work through this stuff because they've never done some of those stations before three class and periods you said it only took about three classes yeah. wow that's really great um i have a, well, I have a question one, about grading can i ask you or do you want to you want to wait I'll, I'll jump in right after this so i did have to extend it for two of my classes um they were a little bit slower my my period two class is just a higher performing class um they got it done in two class periods um, the others needed like an extra day. And I was like, at first I was going to say, you know what? You have like 20 more minutes. And then the 20 more minutes were ticking and ticking. And I started <laughs> to see like 25, how all 30, yeah, how all of a sudden they, they got it. And they, the rhythm was happening and you could see it. They were like busting this one out and then this was done. And then the next one, and you could see like, oh, if I, if I stop it right now, the momentum is just going to get killed. And so I was just like, let's just do the whole period. And, but that really helped, and they got most of it done. There were like maybe a couple of teams that didn't get everything done, but in the end, most of it got done. And then, well, tribe, the just day, so you know, we Jamie and I have both tried to interrupt him at least twice, and it's still <laughs> not working. So we're just gonna let him yeah. keep talking, but we want to cut it in case you're wondering. I just want to finish this. <laughs> I know. And then I will answer all the questions. <laughs> um, in on the day that they did the reflections for their project, I gave them a put your life together day, basically. It was just a like get stuff done. Um, for the teams that didn't get their their all their stations done, here are the things you still need to do. You get you get to do that. Do the reflection. That's the most important thing. And then everything was done. Okay, Jamie, you go. I think he's giving us some the, Okay, so quick. the thing I like about Okay, and then no <laughs> here we go again. Oh, so, um, yeah, the no, thing that um I think that people need to understand about the QR break-in that makes it really, really cool is that there's like this micro-badging that happens as you go. Mm -hmm. So not only, and I like the points, I never thought to add points to that. That's a really good idea. Um, but they also earn these little badges along the way, so it kind of tracks it for the kids. Mm -hmm. And then also, Fabian, you left out the the fun part too that you totally themed it. He does that a lot. Um, <laughs> He's out the fun all the time. With I his the fun with part the too. Star Wars theme and having the kids they're crashed on the planet of Kashyyyk. Yeah. 
And so, like, this is an opportunity to infuse um, content with your game along with the micro-badging that I think helps kids stay motivated, and it's kind of like that endowed progress, right? Yeah, and it's, yeah. like, missional, right? They're trying to accomplish all of these missions. Yeah, they the... so there's, like, a, in the storyline, they crash-landed on Kashyyyk, and they have, like, a bunch of things that they need to collect in order to be able to move along. And so that's, like, their motivation why they're doing it, yeah. Okay. And I've never oh. done it like this before. I've never done like a a storyline QR break in. So that was fun to to design as well. Think about like why would they need like a hyperdrive? Why would they or like a, a a droid that needs to work to do this? And why would they blah blah blah? So there's like in each station there's like a short description of why do you need this? Then the t then the job and then caveats. Okay, and that's so you way don't do more breaks. fun <laughs> than the lecture yeah. and the you're gonna do the oh, yeah. lecture and then you're gonna watch the video and then you're gonna read this little excerpt or whatever. This is yeah. way more and fun. And it's all student paced. Exactly. It's all student paced and student led. Mm -hmm. And it's like I all I do is just walk around and make sure they're on task. Yeah. Okay, can yeah. I can I ask my question now? Yeah. No. I've like tried like three times. I know even Jamie's kind of okay, grading. Okay, so <laughs> Yeah. On the grading, you don't do grading, which is fine, but you're doing the point system mm -hmm. to kind of guide them. So, like, for, for teachers like me who aren't, yep. like, lunatics like you and actually grade their students, like, yep. I'm thinking, does each one of those – like, each one of those tasks become gradable? Or is the mm. – I mean, that whole – like, so for me, I'm special education. I've got students. Yep. Like, I, my QR break-in would have, like, three QR break-ins because I couldn't do more than that. But, like, let's just say yep. it had as many as you did, and it was the same thing. How would I grade that as a teacher? Would each each of the badges become its own gradable something? I don't know. Do you, when you do formative assessments, do you grade all formative assessments? I do because they need every, they need uh, anything they can get in their grades. So I often will give them a win on everything because it helps does, move them toward. I mean, the summatives are worth more. So as far as grading. They're not worth as much as the larger summatives are, but they do yeah. add to their grade because, especially for special education, the effort they're putting in, no matter yeah. how dismal, it's still worth something in regards yeah. to their actual grade because for them, an actual grade is really far off. So, yes, I do okay. usually. Um. I would say if you if you want to, you probably could. Do you individualize um, it though, or do you do the whole QR break in no, as it's, one? It's well, I would just do for me since I I don't grade formatively. I know we it's, know that. Um, I mean, I don't grade at all, but formative assessments I don't grade usually yeah. because I feel like the feedback that I'm giving them on the fly is worth way more than sitting down and entering a grade in my grade book because they're not going to like, what's, what's that going to do for them in my opinion. And so when, when I look at their stuff, then it's a very quick 30 second feedback uh, round where I'm like, okay, this is missing, this is missing. You go to the penalty box because you forgot to read the instructions <laughs> and then you're back and you can continue. Right. So that's like, that's like their, their bad grade. Right. So is let's pretend we're box. not you we're me. So would you do the whole yeah. QR break in as one grade or would you would you break it up into smaller like chunks? Go ahead, Jamie. This is what the way I would kind of look at it, Scott, is this is like the introduction to his unit. 
Yeah. So with yeah. an introduction and with them just learning the different things, I don't know that you need to put a grade on that. I think as far as points are concerned, I would use that for game points versus That's actual, you know, grade points. Um, and then maybe you have them, what I would do if I were doing that in your class, Scott, and you needed to have a grade, I would have them pick the, th- the one that they think is they did the best at and then have a conversation about that and put that in the grade book. Yeah. It's, it's not yeah. a, it's not a have to have a grade. It's more like, uh, opportunities for them to display their learning at mm-hmm. any level because some of their yeah. levels are right. Ooh, or, but uh, if you're having that conversation, yeah, yeah, if you're having that conversation with a kid and they're picking the thing, like, yeah. what do you think, you know, really showed that you knew what you're talking about or was a good piece of writing right. or was, you know, really showed that you understood the vocabulary, See, whatever like it pick is, one or, yeah, pick one or two them. and then grade yeah. that. And maybe in the or, grade book, it just says QR break in medieval right, yeah. or whatever. But then the grade is that one item. Because otherwise, yeah. you're just buried in, if you're grading everything. You're no, gonna... I'm not grading everything. But I do definitely, like we're working on a design your own island with one of my lowest level classes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. They're, they're rough there. We had a worksheet. They were filling out physical, natural features versus man-made features so that that even just that simple worksheet uh as much as counting it towards the game would be nice the game kind of runs in the background right and Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. and their their ability to make adjustments on a rough draft so i didn't grade the rough draft i did grade the worksheet that said hey we've completed the worksheet we've gone through it together and they understand some of the concepts then they did a rough draft, didn't grade that. But then as they took their rough draft and their worksheet and created their summative, which is worth three times as much, which is this final colored, decorated island that they've designed with these man-made. Mm-hmm. And then that one gets the the full breadth of grading in regards to like the yeah. summative. I don't know. Um, another thing you could do is you could pull out one of those stations and then just do it again. And that can be oh, your formative. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have so, to. I'm just curious if I were to do a no, but, break and how so would that's, I do So that, that's what, what I did today and and what today's Monday uh, and last week um, with one of the – with each of the classes. I, I pulled out thin slides and I had them do it again because I felt they didn't quite get it. Mm. Um, or you pull out the, the quizzes and you tell them, hey, you got – I. The the average is is like below seventy five. You're at a forty two. Get, get higher. <laughs> yeah, like and then you just do that, and that could be your formative. You know, it's like just pull out something that you know. First of all, they liked, and that was relatively easy to do for them, and they learned something from it. Cool. And then just test them again on the same thing. You guys are too good, good always. Wonderful job, yeah. Of course. Uh, Jamie, do you want to give us a really quick rundown of all the amazing, famous, cool things you do and are doing? Okay, yeah, we have blah, blah, a, blah, we blah, have blah. something coming up. <laughs> blah, so, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so I was invited to speak at the first ever um, Edu Protocol Academy. It's called the T Three Framework Edu Protocol Academy. Um, we're gonna it's gonna be down in Laguna Beach in California in July, July twenty seventh and twenty eighth. And basically, you come in um, and you learn all about the different protocols. All of the authors of the books will be there along with special VIPs such as myself. Um, And then also the 
the creators. Um, I know. Um, John Carippo and Marlena Heburn, along with Dr. Sonia Magana, or uh, Sonny Magana, and he uh, wrote the T3 framework. So we're going to learn about that as well. So it's just a lot of mm-hmm. fun, and I'm really excited about that coming up. And of That's course, really cool. if you get the EMC2 learning emails, newsletter yeah. uh we, yeah. you, you may see miss halsey uh, uh has a cameo there very excited S- standing in front of a millennium falcon talking about how she's doing research I was doing yeah. some research yes yeah. <laughs> yes really awesome. that w- actually when i got the text from fabian about that i actually thought fabian that you were in it so i was like yay and then i opened <laughs> up i'm like oh wait <laughs> You thought Fabian was self bragging I thought Fabian was like, in it. I would, I would totally tell you guys, hey, guys, I made it. Uh-huh. Uh. Well, it was kind of funny. So it was a nice, that was a nice little surprise and shout out. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. And then I think, Jamie, you actually have our game for today, too. You were going to tell us about another game. Yes. I Watch love this game. And it's called Tiny Towns. Um, and basically, mm-hmm. it's a resource style game, and it's a little bit like Jenga, or not Jenga. Um, what's the one where you have the blocks and you're trying to fit the blocks in? What do you call that game? Uh, Tetris. Tetris. It's like Tetris. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So essentially, you're building buildings on this little, I don't know, I think it's like a four by four uh, grid, and you're building mm-hmm. this little tiny town. And it's just a lot of fun where you announced resources and then everybody has to build with that resource. And then you have to mm. place the resource. Um, and you may or may not get to build the things that you want to build. But it's a lot of fun. It's a quick little game. I think you can play up to six players. Um, and That's it's called cool. Tiny Towns. Just for fun. Not necessarily in your class, but just for fun. I, yeah, I think it would be hard to do it in class unless you had a, like a game club or something something like that Mm -hmm. but um a lot of fun it looks cute i just pulled it up on board game really it's a nice little game all the pieces are wood which is kind of fun Mm. um and you have a little game board and everybody that i've played this with they've really liked it um and it's quick to learn pretty intuitive it's fun with kids Games are just fun, and I feel like games are just like, I mean, like, these kind of games are just there now. I mean, they're everywhere. And yeah. I don't know if I'm, like, seeing them more, like, when you see the red car, now all cars are red. Like, I don't know if I'm just <laughs> seeing games more, but, man, it's so much fun. Well, I think games have yeah. just evolved, and, like, cooperative games are so different than, like, your standard Monopoly or Scrabble or whatever, and not to say that yeah. those games aren't fun, except Monop- Monopoly's not very fun. I did like, play Monopoly with my eight-year-old yesterday, and it sucked. So. Yeah, it's terrible. It's a terrible <laughs> game, but like for the most part, like you have your traditional games, but they've kind of, I don't know, taken on a life of their own and uh, just yeah. really fun. Awesome. Well, all right, guys. Well, that's it for us today. Gosh, so great. I mean, I don't know if you guys could tell Tribe, but we hadn't been together in like a week and a half, which is a long time for us. And it's been yeah. really great to get back together and uh, so much to say. Grab each other and so talk a lot. So, so much. We hope you enjoyed listening. Please share on social media. Check us out at findingourtribe.net and we'll see you next time. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Bye bye.